building a successful employee engagement process. A changing landscape of employee relations, particularly in office environments with flexible working, and so many different options on how any company should approach its different policies and really represent the diversity of its employees, put employee engagement processes to the forefront. The subject of employee engagement sounds simple, but is it? I'm delighted to talk with Louis Hardy and Kevin McGuire. Louis is a non-executive director at FTSE 250 company Crest Nicholson, and she is the responsible employee engagement director. Kevin McGuire is the company secretary. Welcome to the Better Boards podcast series. I'm Dr. Sabine Demkowski, founder and managing partner of Better Boards. We make the boards of the most ambitious organizations more effective. Our mission at Better Boards is to contribute to creating better boards. We do this by providing clients with an evidence-based approach for board evaluations and board development programs. Better Boards clients have access to an innovative digital platform that provides data and comparisons on all dimensions of effective boards and can use the platform for the internal as well as part of the external evaluations. To fulfill our mission, we give a voice to all who care about creating better boards. Louise and Kevin, thank you so much for contributing to the Better Boards podcast series. Our pleasure. Nice to be here. Thank you. Delighted to be here. Now let's jump straight in. What advice would you give to a board of directors unsure what the value they might get from an employee engagement process? Well... I think that boards get a lot of information about how their employees are feeling and what they're thinking through things like surveys, which is great. It's on paper. It's very data driven. But there really is nothing like sitting in a room with people and having that conversation face to face and just seeing where that conversation goes. It's sort of more gentle. It teases out the issues And you get other people in the organization bouncing those thoughts and ideas off each other about issues within the business. And it really does give a richness of feedback that comes direct, in my case, to a non-executive director. It's also worth saying that uh, there's more than one method of employee engagement that satisfies the corporate governance code. But we've both found that the designated non-executive director approach with employee meetings is the most effective and it's the one that we're going to talk the most about today. It's a really great topic. When I talk with boards, the agendas are full, full, full. Yeah, there's so many new topics, ESG, diversity, cybersecurity, you name it. It's all on there. They are packed. Why should they make really time for an employee engagement process? Well, employees are a very key stakeholder um, within the board's deliberations. You know, as, as Louise said, there's already lots of data that comes up to the board, but really trying to get under the skin of that information in more detail is really useful to every board and really allows some real-time data to, to flow into those discussions, as Louise will explain, uh, in terms of pepper-potting, maybe they write ad hoc comments or themes that have been coming out of those employee engagement meetings, you know, in the boardroom as topics are coming up for discussion. Yes, it's representing that set of really important people that part of your stakeholders and and key people within the organization and not only having the raw data from the surveys but something live constantly where you're engaging 
that you can bring back into the meetings. And it's quite useful to have an independent director who's feeding those elements in when we're trying to make decisions at board level. And you mentioned these employee engagement sessions. Who should really attend those? We have set up at Crest that we visit all of our different regions and all of our different business units and head office. And we go out to them and make sure as much as we can, that we have quite a broad range of people attending those sessions. Obviously, we have a site-based organisation as well as office, so we need to make sure we have people from different departments, different work groups, people early on in their careers, people who've been with the organisation maybe 20 years. And again, to my early point, that adds to the, the richness of the discussion in a way. And we don't manipulate who attends because quite often we're asking for volunteers, but it's really good if we realize we're going to a place that's got a lot of work going on on site and we don't have a volunteer from a, the site-based community, we will reach out to see if we can find someone from that community to attend, to represent you know, that part of our workforce. And who from the board should attend these sessions? At the moment, myself attending as the nominated workforce engagement NED and representative, and I attend the sessions with our group HR director, partly because some of the comments that come up and issues that people have, they're already being addressed by some of the processes and procedure improvements that we have going on. So Jane Cookson is able to answer those live at the session. You're trying to engage with people, so you don't want to be looking down, scribbling away in, during these sessions. And it's quite handy having someone else there who can note down some sort of salient points and relevant issues that are coming up. What have you seen, really? What's the secret of such sessions, really? Let's face it, you are a normal employee to speak openly in front of an HR director. Well, it's quite a big thing. It's quite a big ask. What have you seen working in setting up and conducting these sessions? We agreed that we would have a, a set of rules, really. So I always open up each session by saying, you can be open in these sessions. It's kind of Chatham House rules. No comment is attributed to an individual. We're taking a sweep across the organization to gather the issues We're hearing from everybody, so it's those issues in the round that we'll be taking back to the executive and to the board. A lot of it is about the feeling in the room. It's about creating an environment at the start of the meeting, maybe different to the end, because people tend to relax into the meeting. So you, it's kind of very gentle, open approach, very discursive really inquiring about how people are feeling. And the more you could get people to open up, the more others will open up. And then that is when you get the real openness of debate. And I find it interesting that somebody in one region will say, actually, I've got an issue with this, or this is really good. And someone from a completely different department or region will say, oh, actually, I've got the same. And then the conversation flows and opens up. Do you do anything specific to make people feel really safe so that they feel really good and safe to speak up? I think as time has gone on, 
people are very aware there's going to be no negativity coming out of them speaking up in those sessions. We have run our sessions for quite a long period of time now. I think it would be fair to say, wouldn't it, Kevin, that, that people feel that it is a safe space? You don't get people coming to you and saying, how come that was attributed to me? Generally, people feel an issue's been raised and then it will be addressed within the organisation. And some of that comes down to how you set up your engagement sessions to begin with. You know, obviously, we've been doing this now a number of years. So we've got a momentum and a rhythm going within the business and and people know what to expect. Even those that are not attending know what goes on at the sessions. So there's already a reputation around it. We would encourage people to do who are starting out is don't necessarily go for gold. You can start out relatively simple, particularly if there are resource constraints or, or even time constraints around you know, how you want to set up the sequence of meetings. You know, it might be an ideal to have a, you know, a cohort from every single business unit, for example, or to have in complex groups, different, you know, thematic meetings. But there's no reason you can't start small and just have one representative from each business unit or perhaps just a sample of employees and, and get that first meeting scheduled and see how it goes. And you can then build it up. You can tweak it as you go. And part of that starts to instill the confidence as well, we found, with employees and what they're going to expect, rather than necessarily, you know, something that looks so significant and so grand at the beginning that no one's quite sure how to attack it. So we'd say get get started and, and keep it simple. So what's the role of the company secretary in the process? We heard from Louise as the engagement person on the board, taking the HR director with her. What's your role as a company secretary in this whole process? Obviously, it will vary, I suspect, from organisation to organisation, but certainly at Crest, the COSEC input is is one level around sort of corporate governance code compliance and making sure that whichever method of engagement you're choosing is going to satisfy those obligations. It's offering any other input and guidance from the periphery that's helpful. And then, then really it's helping to sequence the outputs from those meetings into the boardroom discussions and into the boardroom agenda. So, for example, we've found it works very well at board meetings to treat the employee engagement subject like a board committee. So like the chairs of the committees will provide an update at most meetings. Louise will at Crest provide an update on uh, the recent employee engagement outputs and progress as though it was a, a standalone committee, which gives its own presence. And then between Louise and I in, in board meetings between us, uh, yet refer back to individual items of, of feedback that have been in a particular meeting that might be relevant to the discussion at hand and, and perhaps act as a prompt for the other. So it's yours, yours generally just keeping an eye on that employee feedback and how that will feed into the board debate. But much like you do with lots of different subjects around the board table as you're helping the chair to, to manage the agenda in the debate. And I mean, the information is always an issue. From our perspective, doing board evaluation in each board evaluation is about the papers, yeah, and how information is conveyed to the whole board. Now, you come back with all sorts of impressions from these site visits, Louise. You heard a lot of stories. How do you really feed this back into the boardroom? We've now developed between uh, Jane and myself, our, our HR director, a reporting format. So as ever, you know, you go into the meetings, we'll have three or four to cover all our regions twice a year. So there are about um, eight or nine meetings that, that we will have when we're going out to meet the representatives. And within those, we will 
note and gather the topics. Inevitably, as you have in every meeting, there will be some where there will be greater emphasis and they will be bigger issues, you know, company-wide issues, if you like, or issues that are common amongst all the areas. And when we finish the sessions, Jane and I meet together, we take a sort of a sweep across all the issues and we come up with our top five or six issues which are generally the bigger issues the company-wide issues and indeed you know as prompted by Kevin the issues that will undoubtedly have a greater impact on the business so we bring those as the highlight top elements into the board meeting and those will come not only as the top issues, but they will come with actions that we will recommend to the board. And they will have been socialised with the CEO prior to that, prior to coming to the board, often with a set of actions agreed. And then below that, we will put all the smaller items, I suppose, the sort of maybe the more local issues, because of course, you will get things that are just specific to one work group or yeah one region or one location they're not ignored they will be swept up but I think we don't consider that to be a board matter but we would just expect it to be noted so that the senior management team are going to take that issue away and deal with it and it's quite interesting because quite a bit that's positive out of these sessions and so if there are things that are really igniting the workforce that they're absolutely loving. We found this, for example, one of those topics was training and development. And we launched some specific training and development schemes at Crest Nicholson. They were so loved by the organisation that one of the action items was to expand that and to create you know, new cohorts and new training schemes and refreshed online training. That's how we corral the issues and report them back. And then that then feeds the follow-on actions because, of course, information's just information. You do need to do something with it. And it doesn't mean to say that, that executive colleagues always agree with absolutely everything that comes out of the employee engagement sessions and you're not looking to respond to each and every comment necessarily as the board. But keep it, keeping the notes and start tracking the issues over time means that you can keep an eye on trends and Louise and Jane will do that. And there might be one particular comment that's made that actually at the time people don't agree with. But if you start to see something similar, you know, in, in two months, three months time, perhaps from a different division or from the same division again, you can then use that sort of picture that you've painted over a longer period of time to actually ask that question again. Actually, is there something under the skin here that we need to probe if we're seeing this theme coming up again and again? Let me probe a little bit around how the information is fed back, because I've seen different approaches. You're not recording the sessions, are you? No, there's no recording of the sessions. It will merely be just note-taking. I try actually not to take notes if I can during the meetings because you want to be very present in the room as the independent. Ned, you want to be looking at people, making sure they feel listened to, that they don't think, oh, well, I'm writing down somebody's name. So I try and do the entire session if I can. We're taking very few notes and then sitting down immediately afterwards and making sure I've hit the key issues. But it, And it takes the form, Sabine, of a kind of one to two page 
summary document that would go into the board meetings that are that sort of immediately follow a round of engagement meetings. So it's it's short enough. It's easy to digest. It fits in with the size of the other committee updates that are being given to the board and then allows allows us to get focused on the two or three salient points that have come out of the, of the recent session. Super. Sadly, we have to come to an end of our discussion. What are the three key takeaways, the three things our listeners should really take away from this podcast? I think don't put off getting started. Get started because we have found it's been so beneficial and really worth the time and effort. But it becomes easier to start um, if you do start small and then build up from there. You know, you will quickly find a rhythm that's going to work for your, your organisation. And I think the last would be, it's not that difficult talking about the tough subjects. I have found they come up in the natural course of discussion And it, it's quite easy to get those aired and, and not too difficult to be hearing some of the tough stuff sometimes. Fantastic. Thank you so, so much to both of you, Louise, Kevin, for contributing to the Better Bots podcast series. Thank you. As always, please do not hesitate to get in touch if you would like to learn about our work or book a demo for the Better Bots board evaluation platform. You can best reach us at info at better-boards.com. Thank you for listening.